Voice of the Cape. The Voice of the Cape. The Voice of the Cape. Talking Point. Getting you talking. Welcome back. Uh, it's, uh, of course, Talking Point. According to Manpower's 10th Annual Talent uh, Shortage Survey, skills, trades and engineers remain the most difficult positions for companies to fill. Now, to take us through this and also why some positions just aren't filled and why there are so many gaps in various industries, we have chatting to us Lindy van der Barsela. She's the Managing Director of Manpower South Africa. Lindy, good evening and welcome. Hi, good day. Thank you for having me on the show. It's a pleasure. Lindy, first of all, when we look at uh, uh, some of the skill shortages in South Africa, we've mentioned one or two there, but can you take us through which industries particularly are neglected when it comes to people making a choice of career and why? Well, if we, if our survey doesn't look at actual specific industries. It looks at the actual skills. So if we look at our, our top two uh, skills that are in short supply for 2015, it's skilled trades and engineers. And interesting enough, they, these two skills were exactly the same as it, in the, the results were the same as the survey done for 2014. So we continue to have a shortage of skilled trades and engineers um, wherever those skills are required in whatever industry. Now, uh, when we look at uh, the broader spectrum, we're speaking about engineers particularly. What makes this? What, what makes the gap so wide when we talk about the engineering field, and why is it that people aren't looking at uh, this field uh, as a career choice? I don't think so much as it, it's, it's not people are not looking at this as a, as a career choice. I think. Um, we need to be guiding, uh, and business needs to be working in conjunction with educational institutions to be guiding our, our students right from the school ground, as far as I'm concerned. We, we are identifying skill shortages, and the companies have identified these skill shortages, um, and then we're not directing the students to go and study towards that. Um, and, and that's why it's very important that business starts working together with, with the educational institutions that this is the skills that I'm short, uh, I'm short supply. This is where we should be encouraging our students to, to study towards in hope that well, once they've qualified, they'll be able to be placed into, into the world of work. I think another issue in terms of the shortage of skills is that we're just not investing um, in, in developing those skills. Um, obviously, any skill requires an investment in terms of education. And as you know, we sit with a high level of, of unemployment in South Africa as well as a high level of poverty. So if we're not giving people the opportunity to, to acquire these skills, we're not going to overcome the skill shortage. Now, uh, if we look at uh, the gaps that, uh, that remain, would you say then that this is where outsourcing comes in and we find uh, people from other countries, uh, foreign nationals, being able then to access these positions as people who have the skills and uh, who have been trained and see this as a career choice? Would you say then that companies are outsourcing uh, some of these positions to, to other countries? Well, obviously companies have, have, a, have a need right now that they have the skills gap and they need the skills in order to be able to deliver for the, in terms of their customer requirements. And I think importing of skills is, is, is a short-term solution, but, you know, and it solves a company's requirements right now, but 
maybe when we're looking at bringing those skills, we should look at those skill uh, people as as mentors for our for for the younger generation. That not only are they here to perform a job, but they here to transfer their knowledge and skills to to the younger uh, generation, so that when they actually do leave, they leave something behind in terms of of, of a workforce that has acquired skills while the, while we've imported these skills on a short term basis. So the importing of skills is a short term solution, but it doesn't solve our long term problem in that we need to be investing in our own people and developing their skills and then putting them into that, that world of work and, and giving them mentors to pass the knowledge of, of the older generation onto these younger younger people. So on the flip side of the coin, if we look at what are some of the positions where there's a surplus of applicants in whatever fields there are? Well, our survey obviously looks at the skills shortage, so we haven't actually gone and done a survey that identifies where there's a surplus of skills. I think the bottom line is we sit with a, a lot of people who don't have any skills at all. Um, and I don't think there's any one area that may have a surplus of skills. Um, and in terms of the skills that are identified in our, in our, in our talent sh- shortage survey, it obviously all, it's also very much linked to which industries are growing. Because if an industry is growing and it requires skills and there's not enough people, to, to fill those vacancies, then you're going to you're going to highlight that shortage of skills. So, I couldn't personally tell you which skills are in, in in large supply because we're looking at those industries where we have a shortage of skills and how we can address that that shortage of skills going forward. Um, and Wendy, just finally, as we begin to wrap up this interview, parents are listening, kids are listening at this point in time, perhaps uh, matriculants looking at uh, studying further in tertiary institutions or in technical colleges. What are your words to students particularly intending to go into the engineering field, but for them it feels like it's quite a daunting task. It's, uh, uh, it requires a lot more technical uh, or mathematical knowledge. Uh, what, what are your words to people in this regard? Well, obviously, um, not everyone's going to be an engineer and not everyone's going to be um, acquire a skilled trade. So I just think that if we use this as an indicator, you know, and especially our survey has identified 10 top, uh, top skills that are in short supply. And, you know, and those 10 may not necessarily cover all um, what people are actually capable of doing. But at least it gives a guideline to, to the youth as to where the job opportunities are, where there's a scarce skill, or where they should actually be focusing their, their, their studies going further. And that's why I said it comes back to businesses working um, in conjunction with the educational institutions and not necessarily at the university stage, but rather at the school stage, because by the time they get to university and they've cho- chosen their career path, that's actually too late. So we need to get into the, to the schooling uh, environment, like the matrix, and guiding them, and not necessarily all engineers, because yes, that's his top skill right now. But in a few years' time, and depending on which uh, industry is growing, they may not may not necessarily be the, the skill that's in short supply. Uh, Lindy, I know it was going to be my final question, but my final question is then, uh, if we look at the gap that exists now, would you say that that gap is growing and that that could become a problem in 10 or 15 years' time if we don't do something about the shortage that currently exists? Absolutely. Um, the bottom line is we need to be investing in education and investing in education, giving educational opportunities to people in the right areas and with the right skills. And if we don't, you know, as, as we've mentioned before, the importing of skills is a short-term solution, but if we don't address this now, and it requires investment from, from companies and investing in, in giving people the opportunity, you may not have to have the necessary skills, but have the opportunity to have the ability to learn and grow. If we don't start now addressing it now and developing our pipeline, we're never going to, the short, skill shortages is going to continue to get higher and higher, despite the fact that we have so many people that are actually unemployed. So, yes, we have to be investing now for the long term.
Lindy Funded Barcelona is the managing director of Manpower South Africa. Lindy, thank you so much uh, for your time this evening. We do appreciate uh, your sacrifice. And let's hope uh, that uh, we could have made a change with this program in terms of inspiring some young people uh, to enter that field, uh, engineering particularly, as one of these uh, fields where there's a scarcity of uh, um, applicants, where there's a scarcity of interest. Uh, thank you so much for joining us and uh, all the best, madam. Okay, thank you very much.